Okay, this is Robin Harford from eatweeds.co.uk and foragingcourses.com. I'm sitting here with Simon Mills. Simon, how do you describe yourself these days? I'm a herbal practitioner. Uh, I work with herbs as my main uh, professional activity, but I also have other roles to play. I write and I teach and I uh, help people out in a number of areas in natural health. Okay, well... You and I have done a, uh, a few walks, me doing the wild food and you doing the wild medicine. So the purpose of the interview today is really to help people kind of navigate the huge minefield that plant medicine is. Because on the one hand, you have people who've done kind of almost like a doctor certification, medical herbalists. And one would be forgiven that there was this idea that in order to use plant medicines, you needed to have a university degree or have a science degree and a certificate. Um, is there a place for plant medicine in community healthcare? Can families just start exploring it? Can individuals start exploring it? And if so, how would you advise that they start out on this lifetime journey, really? First thing is that plant medicine has always been the people's choice and it has still remains the most uh, uh, popular form of healthcare around the world and that's people doing it for themselves in their own communities in their own villages in their own families uh, and the genius of the plant as a remedy is that it allows you to do this so that most of the plants that most of that come through most often in traditions are ones that are pretty safe to use uh, and they do things gently. Um, in my work, uh, I often describe these medicines as nudging. They don't, like a conventional synthetic medicine, go in and with big boots on and, and, and fix things or, 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 or change things or change the controls. They're more like a gentle nudge. They work on the assumption that the body knows perfectly well how to run its affairs and that if things are going adrift, it's because something got tripped up on or there was some problem or some a block or some disturbance in the system uh, that have, has thrown it off course. The healing power of the body is absolutely astonishing. And in fact, you don't need very much to nudge it into better performance. Plants provide the best nudging tools anywhere and uh, most of the plants that we use were discovered by our ancestors by simply tasting them or as we sometimes say nosing them um, uh, in their day-to-day -day worlds and they passed on and developed these uh, systems these uh, the, the, this knowledge base from village to village from community to community and occasionally wrote it down but 98 percent of all herbal medicine has been in the hands of people living in their own worlds in their own environment and that is something that should we have lost largely in the modern world but which is there to be uncovered i think the problem there's, well, there's quite a few problems but the, the the main problem in people rediscovering this huge resource is that we've lost the uh, the, the 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 learning we've lost the teachers um, we have to rely on books which mostly are not very good because they will insist on talking about herbs as if they were sort of gentle natural medicines. Well, they are, but they're 
in their in their inherent properties they're very different from the average pill in uh, in, in a pharmacy uh, most of the good medicines have characters they work with you in different ways they warm you or they cool you or they uh, calm you or they stimulate you or they help with the liver or they help with the bowel or they help with um, changing the performance of your um, circulation in one way or another or your inflammations they, they modulate they support they um, adjust uh, or help you to adjust these functions and sometimes as I say nudge them back in that information is not widely available in the bookstore um, you're going to get much more information by being with somebody who knows these plants who lives with them who has learned their ways um, and if you are interested in learning about plants then go and find such guys uh, they're around they either are foragers or they're um, herbalists or they you know most uh, herbal practitioners will teach as well for the public so you can usually find somebody nearby who can get you started there are a few books and we'll we'll flag some up uh, that you can go and get started with the point however is that to get the power of the plant and they have power one really needs to understand how different they are from the modern idea of a medicine so going into, say, a health food store and buying a little pot of pills for eczema or headaches, is that not something that people can do? They can do it. They won't get the real power of those remedies in doing that. By definition, if you're putting a label on, saying eczema, you're pointing it at a symptom in some sort of crowd um, the point about real herbal practice or plant medicine is that it is by definition almost individual yeah you don't come in with eczema you come in with some underlying disruption or disturbance and that is what a good practitioner a good herbalist a good healer is nosing out uh, the fact that you've got eczema or arthritis is the end of a longer story yeah and uh, they will give you something as personal as your face um, in terms of a treatment strategy so anyone says i've got something for eczema is already missing three quarters of the point right so you could have two people on one day come in with say eczema and they'll have completely different stories and causes for that i've probably got about seven and a half thousand patients on file over the 35 years or so that I've been working and statistically the chances of any two of those people getting the same treatment is very slender wow. because they're always getting a, their own individual mix of 120 or so herbs that I have on my shelves um, inevitably if you're mixing them one at a time you're going to get a unique combination Okay, so one of the problems that I've kind of been addressing is this, is the fact that we live in this information culture rather than having, like you mentioned in the past, you know, um, our elders who could pass those, that knowledge down. 
So really, when, when a book says, oh, this plant for eczema, this plant for arthritis, this plant for headaches, like you say, that is actually missing the point. It's absolutely. not actually... It, absolutely. Okay. If someone asks me in class, I say, I have no idea. I really do not know what to give for arthritis. Wow. I really do not know. Wow, that's a real reframing, isn't it? I mean, we've got a long... It seems to me that we've got a long way to go to kind of get back to that old way of understanding dis disease it's actually healing. not long at all it's very close to hand you just need to snap out of a way of thinking right and start seeing the arthritis for what it is as the end of the story or a stage another story that has started from the beginning and so when i see someone i spend an hour with them unpicking this rest of the story you know, we talk politely about the arthritis and it's because it needs to be there, it's there to be talked about, but then we put it to one side and then go and find out what actually they need. And the arthritis is almost a pee on a barrel compared with what we need to focus on, which is the rest of the person. Great. Okay. Well, that's, um, that's fascinating, obviously, for people who are listening to the, the interview, because obviously, like, you know, we are in this kind of quick fix society. So, Simon, I know that you've been involved in community health care and self-care. What's your vision for the future in, in that? And how can that be? How can communities become more resilient in their treatment for their, any ailments that they may have? Because obviously the NHS is going through quite a hard time at the moment. And, you know, there's no guarantee that it's going to survive. And therefore, what would your vision for how people and communities will be able to to look after themselves yes i think there's as there's something more there's a powerful answer to that question which is that i think for two or three generations we have relinquished our ownership of our health we have allowed uh, professions and professionals, good men and women often, but still professional people, to say what is uh, good for our health or not. And I was strongly influenced in my youth by a man called Ivan Illich, um, uh, I-L-L-I-C-H, who wrote powerfully about the dangers of professionalising health, education, one or two other things. Uh, his famous book is called Medical Nemesis and it was written in the 1970s and foretold what would happen if we gave doctors too much power over our lives. Very, very good read still. He also wrote another book called Tools for Conviviality, which was his sort of re recipe for a, uh, a, a, a more rounded healthcare. And it was around the power of interaction, community, about sharing stories, about giving people back their own story within their, uh, within their community, within their environment, um, and showing how powerful that ownership is. As you say, the, the system is running into all sorts of strains, and few people would say that that was sort of predictable. 
uh, it's, if you dehumanise things and you make it more and more remote and bigger and bigger and further and further away from individual decisions, uh, you, get, uh, you, you get things falling over. Um, what we seem to need now is some way of um, centering the health question back around our own space. And we're not individuals, we are alone. We are not alone on our own. We are with our families, with our communities, with the people sure. immediately around us. So that must be where we should build our health of the future. Uh, the reason I like the plants so much is that they are to hand. They are the only natural medicine. You know, one can improve lifestyle, one can improve health uh, in by eating and sleeping and uh, exercising and uh, doing and sleeping. Uh, those are things that we can all do. But if we need a medicine, there is only one source in nature uh, that one can safely use, and that is the plants. And that's on our doorstep and free on our doorsteps and free, literally, sometimes under our noses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's been a short and sweet interview, obviously, as all these podcasts are, so I greatly appreciate your time. Is there any kind of website that you can direct people to for your own work? I've got a couple of paired ones. Uh, one, the sort of broader one, is called ourmedicine.net, O-U-R, medicine, one word, dot net. And the other one is Herbal Hub, one word, dot net. Great. Okay. And for people who are listening, um, Simon's going to be listing some books and I'll have those written down and posted underneath the podcast. So, once again, many thanks, Simon. Good to talk to you, Robin.